Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Welcome, everybody. It's one minute after the hour. I'm Joe McCall. Hope you're doing well. This is a, a brand new live webinar that I'm doing. We've got hundreds, maybe not hundreds, a lot. Well, well, maybe, yeah, hundreds that are on right now watching. And I'm also uh, replaying this broadcast live as a podcast, uh, later as a podcast. So how you doing, podcasters? Joe McCall here, Real Estate Investing Mastery. I've been in the business for a long, long time. I'm an old guy. Look, I got gray hair. No, I've really not. I mean, I've only been doing this for 12. No, I've been in the business now 14 years, full-time since 2009, so it, 11 years. And I've been doing my podcast for nine years. I've been teaching and coaching and helping people do real estate investing for nine years. <clears throat> I love this business. I love coaching and helping. And I'm kind of, I love, and this is part of what I'm going to be talking about today. I love testing things and seeing what's working, what's not working. A really important book that I read way back into in the year 2000, because I remember the dot-com bubble bust um, and things were kind of going crazy with 9-11 and stuff. I read a really, really good book, and you guys need to get it, called Who Moved My Cheese? Or Who Moved the Cheese? Or whatever. And it's all about uh, when cheese moves, which mice survive and thrive are the ones who go look for where the new mice, look where the new cheese is moved to. The ones that die are the ones that keep on going back to where it used to be and aren't finding it, and they starve to death. But the smart mice realize it's not there anymore. May go back a couple times, like, is you sure it's not there? Maybe I missed it. But then start looking in the maze to see where the cheese moved to. And then as they train these mice, as they constantly move the cheese around, these mice become trained to look for where the cheese is moved to. And that applies so much today in this economy, in this business, things are going crazy. I haven't been feeling well for the last four or five days. I went and got a COVID test. I get the results back in a day or two. I'm doing way better now, but my throat is still kind of congested and stuff. But uh, yeah, man, what's going on? Presidential election. The economy's in a recession, but it's coming back. Housing market, you couldn't have told, no one could, has told the housing market that we're in a recession, that there's COVID going on. So no matter what side of the political aisle you're on, no matter if you're a Republican or a Democrat, doesn't matter. If you want to make money in this business as a real estate investor, you need to learn where the cheese is moving to. I'm telling you this, the marketing that worked a year ago isn't working as well anymore, right? So cool. Keith, what's going on, TH? We got George in the house, Austin, Boston, Jacksonville, Louisville, Orlando, New Jersey, Chicago, Navi. Are you a White Sox fan or a Cardinals fan? Didn't uh, Tony La Russa just get hired by the Chicago White Sox? And he just got, he was arrested for DUI, DWI or whatever. He used to be the manager for the Cardinals. Richard from LA. 
Charles from Dallas, Pittsburgh, Florida, New Jersey, Indiana, Fort Myers. Glad you guys are here. What's up, Frank? Listen, um, Jackie from Denver, Valentina from New York. That's a cool name, Valentina. Oklahoma City, North Carolina, Connecticut. Ah, Navi is a Cubs fan. Well, we won't hold that against you. Neil from Southern California. Glad you guys are here. Listen, we have people from all over the country, all over the world, too, will be listening to this later. Maybe I've been on Facebook and YouTube. Um, This is now, I think, more important than ever. Um, The time to be thinking about virtual. The time to be thinking about doing deals in small towns. I know some of you are a lot of, and I have some polls here. I'm hopefully, I'm hoping these poll questions work. I have some questions I want you to answer here in the Zoom. Um, and some of you that are watching on Facebook and YouTube, you can answer these poll questions in a minute in the comments. Uh, but now more important than ever, it's critical that you know how to do deals virtually. You know how to do deals in small towns because there's so much opportunity. Competition is tougher now than it has ever been. But if you know how to do deals in small towns, if you're not afraid to go nationwide, maybe exclude the weird states like California and New York. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm from California, guys. I can say that. But you're a bunch of weirdos out there. I'm just kidding. I'm just totally kidding. Really, I am. But like, it's hard to do deals in California. Not impossible, but you can. I've done lots of deals in California, but it's hard. It's hard in New York. It's hard in Nashville, Tennessee. It's hard in Denver. It's hard everywhere, but maybe it's harder in the markets that are very expensive and competitive, um, like California and New York, right? So I'm not knocking anybody. Hey, Will. So it's just hard. You need to know where the cheese is moving to. And I'm telling you right now, the guy, I interview a lot of people on my podcast, guys. I, I'm in masterminds. I, I network. I see. I'm talking to people all the time. What's working for you? What's working over there? What's you know? And I'm seeing this. The, the, the people that are out there going into virtual markets, remote markets, and not afraid of the little towns, they're crushing it right now. They're doing a lot of deals. We just did a lease option deal in a small town in the middle of nowhere, Nebraska. Well, it's not nowhere, Nebraska. It's about an hour outside of a, a big city in Nebraska, Omaha. Population, 500 people. We did a sandwich lease option deal. Guess what we're getting in cash flow on that thing? $324 a month in cash flow. Okay. We found the tenant buyer before we even finished signing the contracts with the seller. Small town. Who wants to live in a small town? A lot of people do. Very low inventory in small towns. Very little, virtually no competition in small towns. You know, your only competition in small towns are realtors. Okay. So where is the cheese moving to? We don't know yet. <laughs> It's, I, I believe it's moving to small towns and doing deals virtual. Okay, number one. Oh, and I do know, I'm going to be talking about it on this webinar here in a minute. I'm going to be sharing a mind map. But we're going to be talking about the marketing that's not working anymore like it used to, the marketing that is working. I'm already seeing a, a trend increase in responses. Okay, so cool. Glad you guys are here. We've got a ton of people on, a lot of people watching live as well. So I've got some questions I want to ask you guys first. I'm going to hopefully um, get this to work. And um, let's go first to this. I'm going to launch a poll here and see if you guys, if you're on Zoom, you should be able to see this. If you're not on Zoom, 
um, and you're watching this Facebook, YouTube, um, or even a podcast later on, uh, just comment below the video. All right. How many deals have you guys done in the last six months? I just kind of want to get a feel for where we are at. How many deals have you done in the last six months? Zero, one to five, six to 10, 11 to 15, 16 to 20, 21 plus. Some of you are typing it in the comments. That's cool. But just see if you can, if that Zoom um, poll pops up. And then the other question related to that is how many offers have you guys made in the last 30 days approximately? How many offers? Have you made in the last 30 days? Zero, one to five, six to 10, 11 to 20, 21 to 30, 31 plus. And then the third question is what's your annual income goal from real estate deals? 10 grand a year, 25 grand. There's no right or wrong answer. 50 grand a year, 75 grand a year, 100 grand a year, 200 grand a year. And obviously, if you want more than 200 grand, good for you. So just put the 200. So the three questions again. And I got one more poll after this. How many deals have you guys done in the last six months? Zero, one to five, six to 10. And I'll share the results. This is all anonymous. So no, I'm not going to shame anybody here or embarrass anybody. Number two, how many offers have you made in the last 30 days? And by the way, this is always true, no matter the market. This was true 100 years ago, 20 years ago, 10, five. When I got started, it's true today. If you want to do deals, you got to make offers. And there's a direct correlation. Would you believe it? There's a direct correlation between the number of offers that you make, the number of deals that you do, and how much money you make. And it all comes back to marketing. We'll talk about marketing because marketing is so important, guys. I've said it a million times. We're not in the real estate investing business. We're in the marketing business. Okay, so good. A lot of you have answered the questions here. Let me kind of give you the results. 73% of you have not done any deals in the last six months. 22% of you have done deals in the last, or have done one to five deals in the last six months. All right, cool. How many offers have you guys made in the last 30 days? 60% of you have made zero offers in the last 30 days. 30% of you have made one to five offers. And then the rest have kind of trickled out after that. Uh, six to t- 2% have made six to 10 offers. 3% have made 11 to 20 offers. 4% have made 21 to 30 offers. 2% have made over 31 offers in the last 30 days. Let me tell you guys something. You want to hear something? This is a writer downer. Your speed to income is directly proportional to the number of offers that you make. Your speed to income is directly proportional to the number of offers that you make. So if you had a graph and the y-axis is income and the x-axis is deals. Am I getting this right? <laughs> getting this right? I should have drawn this out in advance. There's a line that goes like this. Hopefully it's going in the right direction depending on where my video is. But it's going from lower left to upper right. And the more offers you make, the more deals you're going to do, the more income you're going to make. I probably messed all that up. But here's my point. Your speed to income is directly proportional to the number of offers that you make. We just did an accountability challenge, um, just finished a few a week ago or so. Um, amazing, awesome. Our best students, the ones that have done the most deals that are crushing it right now are the ones that have come from the accountability coaching that we do, where it's just real simple. You hold yourself accountable to us as your coaches, your peers, as your mentors and stuff, as your peers, um, make three offers a day. Talk to five sellers a day, make three offers a day. 
And um, it was amazing. And we held people accountable. We, they had to report in on their numbers every week, turn in scorecards, and we helped them and coached them through deals. The, guys, you need to stop focusing on the, the step seven and eight. You need to start focusing on steps one and two. Okay, forget about step seven and eight. Steps one and two, market, do marketing, talk to sellers, make offers. That is it. That's what this whole business comes down to. 16% want to make under make 10 grand a year. 8% want to make 25 grand a year. 9% 50 grand a year. 8% 75 grand. Majority, 37% of you want to make over 100,000 a year. 22% want to make over 200,000 a year. So at least, you know, what is that? 59, 50, 60% of you guys want to make over two, over $100,000 a year. All right. So um, it goes without saying, right? You... Oh, I can share the results. Look, I can share the results. Isn't that cool? There you go. You guys can see the results if it's popping up for you in Zoom. And I just uh, read them to you. Does that make sense? Sometimes I get people that say, Joe, this isn't working. I'm not, I've not done a deal yet. I've tried. I've done the marketing. I've made offers. So, all right. Let's look at the marketing plan. Let's look at your scorecard. Show me the numbers. Show me the real. Let's let's get data, not drama. I love that phrase. I think I learned it from a guy named Mark Evans. Cool investor. Check him out. He's got some good books. Data, not drama. Let's look at the numbers. Let's look at your scorecard. How many offers have you made in the last week? Inevitably, guys, it's like, oh, uh, two, five. Okay. Uh -huh. okay. Now, sometimes it's been this. How many offers have you made in the last week? 20. Okay, awesome. And it's not working? No. How long have you been doing this? Three weeks. It's consistency. It's at it's a consistent effort, guys. You got to put into this. Your speed to income is directly proportional to the number of offers that you make consistently over time. There's this real principle of momentum. As we get into the, I have a mind map I'm going to share with you guys here, show you the marketing that's working best today. There's this real principle of momentum. I'm going to turn the poll off here and close it. All right. There's a real principle of momentum in this business. It's like you got a big old train on the tracks and you're pulling it with the chain, right? You're pulling it. It's really hard to pull at first, but you just do it a little bit. Okay. And it starts going, it starts going, it starts. And then that train starts rolling and it starts building the momentum and it becomes easier, it becomes easier. Here's something else I want to challenge you guys with. If you're not committed to stick this through for at least six months, don't even try. Just quit now, get off the webinar, and and uh, uh, go do something else. I was going to say something dumb, but <laughs> like, forget it. You've got to be committed to this for the long haul. You've got to be committed to this for at least six months. Don't think you can just treat this like a hobby and make a full-time income out of it. You've got to treat this like a business. You've got to understand we're in the marketing business, not the real estate business, which means it starts with marketing. You've got to get a marketing plan. And then you got to implement it. You got to be consistent with it for at least three to six months. Then once you start getting leads, you start talking to sellers, you start making offers, then you follow up. The, the deals come from the follow-up. Gavin, my coaching business partner, and I should have invited him on this. I don't know why I didn't, but um, Gavin was my coaching business partner. We looked back at our numbers over a 12-month period. Um, we had 60, did 68 deals. I think I got the number right here. 68 deals. And of those 68 deals in that 12-month period, 64 of them came from follow-up. In other words, only four came from that first conversation with the seller. Only four. 
If we would not have done any follow-up, we would have only done four deals that year. 64 deals came from the follow-up. And you know what? On average, the follow-up was three to four months over five to seven touches. So let's just say six touches over three months was the average. Some of our deals came after a year and a half of follow-up. That's the way this business works. Whether you like it or not, you can't argue against it. That's the way it works. You've got to be committed to it for the long haul. You've got to be committed to doing the consistent marketing consistently every single day. you got to be making at least three offers a day and follow up with every single seller every 30 days until they die or you die or they sold their house. That's right, Will. There is no easy button. Actually, this is an easy button. It's an easy button. It's an easy formula. You ready? Marketing plus talking to sellers plus making offers plus follow-up equals money. Equals money. That's it. Business isn't complicated. Forget about crossing all your your I's, dotting all your T's, worried about steps seven and eight. Because I know some of you guys, you're like professional students. You buy course after course and book after book and video after podcast and you're just... You're just overwhelmed with information and it's exploding and you know how to do deals more than anybody, but you've never done one. So stop the educating, start implementing, right? Okay, so I could beat that dead horse, um, but I'm not going to anymore because you guys get the point. All right, so cool. Um, I've got another, I've got another, um, uh, so, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I have a slot, a poll, but I'm going to do that later. I'm going to share my screen with you, and hopefully this works. I want you guys to let me know if it works or not. And I'm going to share my screen here. Hold on one second. Okay, let me go here. Share screen. All right, can you guys see my mind map? If you can type in the chat, say yes, Joe. Good. You guys awake? You guys good? All right, so we're going to talk about marketing that's working now and what will, I think, work in 2021. So the goals of this webinar, thank you guys. Um, I'm going to show you what's working best today, and I hope you can see it. I'm going to zoom in a little bit more. I'm going to ask you guys some questions and I want you guys to tell me what you're seeing that's working well today. I'm going to answer some of your questions. And uh, I'm also going to invite you to a brand new 30-day new market challenge that I'm doing. If you go to newmarketchallenge.com, newmarketchallenge.com, it takes you to a page that looks like this. I've done this twice before. It was amazing. And basically, I'm going into a brand new market where I've never done a deal before and I'm starting all over again from scratch. And I'm going to show you exactly what I would do as you look over my shoulder live over 30 days what I would do to get a bunch of new leads. And so I'm going to be going into one or two new markets and I'm going to be documenting the entire progress process. The last time I did this, um, I overwhelmed my um, local wholesaler. The challenge, if you go to newmarketchallenge.com, go to newmarketchallenge.com. And I'm going to put this link in the Zoom chat here for you guys, just real quick. So you can take a look at it if you want. It starts Monday. So it starts in three days. Um, every day I'll be sending a little live video that's 20 minutes long, 15, 20 minutes long. 
And my goal is to teach you what I'm doing so you can do it yourself. You can just take it, copy it, start doing it yourself. I'm either going to look pretty cool or I'm going to have an egg on my face. Um, people have loved it. The, the feedback from the last challenge was really, really good. Um, so check it out. And I got tons of, I put a bunch of testimonials in here. You guys are awesome. I so appreciate you all leaving me some amazing testimonials. But So go check it out, newmarketchallenge.com. Little video of me talking about what it is. And I'm going to be going into a brand new market and you get to watch me do it. Um, all right. So let me go back to my mind map here. And I did the poll questions. Cool. Let's talk about marketing that's working and trends that I'm seeing. And I'd be curious to know as well, guys, what you see in the market. And as I'm going through this, if you could you know, type in the comments, either on Facebook or YouTube or here in Zoom, what you're seeing that's not working, what, what you are seeing that is working. And I can tell you this, what I'm seeing that's working, that's getting harder and harder to work, cold calling, texting, and ringless voicemails. Okay, real simple. The carriers like the Verizons, uh, AT&Ts and Sprints and all them, T-Mobile, uh, they're cracking down big time on uh, marketers. People that are spamming, sending mass texts, doing ringless voicemails, um, doing a lot of cold calling. Now, we're still doing cold calling. It's still working, but it's just getting harder. Um, some people will tell you that it's not, but I'm telling you from what I'm seeing, it is. And now it still works again. So don't stop doing it. But um, it's you got to be careful. Now, it's not working for a couple of reasons. The biggest one is, and this has been true for a long time, sellers, whenever they see a call from an unknown caller, um, they send it to voicemail. They don't answer it. Um, and a lot of these big companies that had big software that would do mass texting for you, all right, you know, even though it was quote unquote compliant, you still had to click a button and each text was personalized and all that. These AT&Ts and Verizons, they're shutting these phone numbers down. They're like ghosting them um, without, any even, without even any warning because there's so many th millions of these texts going out that are using similar words using similar language and um, you know, it's, rel it's relatively easy to pick that stuff up and they start blocking it. Um, ringless voicemails, people have been getting into trouble, especially in states like Florida, doing too many ringless voicemails where um, they're getting starting to get threatening letters from lawyers and law firms suing for uh, um, breaking compliance laws with the FTC. So, um, you just got to be super careful, especially when you get into the area, the gray area, maybe some distance, maybe it's not a gray area. I'm not going to pass judgment on you for this, but calling or texting the people on the do not call list. My advice, don't do it. All right. Some people do it anyway. And I'm just telling you, it's going to be coming. It's coming back to bite people in the, in the patookie. And you got to be super careful. I don't like being, I don't like being bit in the patookie. Somebody is saying here, there's nothing gray about that. Right. So how many of you guys have been getting texts yourself and getting phone calls? Thank God this election's over. Right. But like you've been getting calls and texts from politicians. Now, the crazy thing that makes me so mad is the politicians can do it, but we can't. Right. Politicians can do the bandit signs, but we can't. All right. Now. Doing text, we still do text through REI Simple, but we do it on a smaller scale, 50 to 100 people. We're doing it to people who have their numbers online. And it works as a great follow-up 
for your leads that you've talked to before. Okay. Yeah. And some people, you're giving some good comments here. You know, it is a gray area because we're buying things. We're not selling things. Um, so yeah, it's, it. you know, I can understand the argument and it is kind of a gray area, but it's just getting hard. Not saying you can't do it. I know guys that are still doing deals. We're still doing deals from cold calling. Um, but I'm going to talk about the right way to do it. And for this challenge too, by the way, we're going to be doing, we're going to be doing some cold calling in some new markets that we're going into. So I'll be sharing more about that. Now, these are the most important things I think that you need to be focused on if you want to do deals in 2021. I've talked about this already. Number one, always be marketing. I'm going to put a star next to that. What does that mean? Always be marketing. Well, it means always be marketing. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's funny, my, our pastor says in, in, in the Greek, the Greek word for marketing is marketing. Yeah. So it's like, it's just as simple as that. Always be marketing. Here's the thing, guys. You've got to get your marketing done. I talk about this a little bit here. Done for you in spite of you. You've got to be doing marketing. And if you can't do it, you need to get somebody else who can do it for you. That's the secret ingredient to this business. There's no magic red pill. There's no secret list. There's no secret little trick or method that can get you more leads. The trick is do more of it. Whatever it is that you're doing, do more of it and get somebody else to do it for you, all right? The other big thing you need to focus on, and this is true, but especially now, follow up. Follow up on your old dead leads. I tell people all the time, if you were just getting started, the best thing you could do is find another wholesaler that has a bunch of old dead leads and, and ask volunteer to follow up with their old leads and just call every single one of their old leads. There, you most of you guys that have done any kind of marketing in the past, you're sitting on a gold mine of opportunity with your old leads. You've got to follow up with your old leads. I don't know why people don't. The other big thing that's important is make an offer to every seller you're talking to. Make an offer to every seller you're talking to. I'm going to be doing. Um, I'm going to be doing a a, a, a class. Where'd my water go? Here it is. Um, for the, uh, I'm going to have a special sale for a Black Friday. And uh, I'm going to be doing a um, special class on making offers. It's just going to be a simple class on uh, how to make cash offers, lease option offers, owner financing offers, and send um, written offers to sellers with a cover letter and a letter of intent or some kind of, not an official contract, but a, a simple letter. I'm going to be creating, I'm working on the software right now. It's really cool. You just put in some information and it creates these offers for you. Um, and it's real simple. You just put in some numbers from Zillow, ePraisal, Redfin, Realtor.com or whatever. And then it, it, it calculates offers for you. You'll need to put in the square footage and that's quick little estimate dollar per square foot for repairs. Um, and you just come up with really simple offers. And this is going to be real critical. Why is it important to make? Because it, it gives you something to follow up with them in the future. So when you're doing your follow-up, you say, hey, probably don't remember me. We talked a month ago. We talked six months ago about your house at 123 Main Street. I'm just following up on that offer I sent you. Somebody just told me recently they bought a house and the seller kept on, they kept on getting follow-up from this investor. The seller said this, well, if, if they can, um, what did he say? If they can, if they make enough money where they can send me an offer or a letter every single month, I guess they have enough money to buy my house. It's kind of the way, I forget the exact wording of it, but if this investor is, is cares enough about me to follow up with me every single month, I guess 
I'll call them. I've had so many sellers tell us like, you're the only ones who answer your phone. You're the only ones who follow up. Even if they say no, guys, no means not yet. You've got to understand the follow-up is so important. So you've got to make an offer to every seller. And I don't think it's enough to make a, a, a verbal offer. You should. You should send an offer. I don't think it's enough to send it in an email. Email gets lost. It gets buried. It goes into spam. Never gets opened. But a physical letter, people get it. People still open their mail. I just read some stats the other day um, uh, from the Direct Mail Association or whatever. Um, you would think that, um, uh, what's the younger generation called? I forget. They, it's always Gen X, Gen Y, Gen Z, millennials, whatever. Uh, they read mail at a larger rate in terms of percentage than any other generation before them. Don't quote me on that, but it's like crazy. The stats are really good, actually. People still like direct mail. You may not think so, but people still open. So you need to send written offers in the mail to sellers. And there's really simple systems that you can do to send the offer every single month. All right. Now, you also need to have systems in place to get your marketing and follow-up done for you in spite of you. Can I emphasize that enough? Let's see if I can make this bigger. There you go. Done for you in spite of you. It's one of my favorite phrases. I caught on to that early on because I was at this point when I was still working my full-time job, I would do a bunch of marketing, get a bunch of leads, and then work those leads. And I would have to stop my marketing because I was so busy. I'd work the leads, I'd just make some offers, I'd get some contracts, and then I would work on selling them, you know. And then I turn around, I got some money. Yeah, this is great. But my turnaround and my pipeline is empty. I have no new leads coming in. I'm like, oh man. So it's not like a little switch that you can just turn off and on, and all of a sudden the leads start instantly coming back. It's not like that at all. It's like that train, you're pulling the momentum. Well, I had stopped pulling it and the train had stopped. I'd lost all my momentum. I'm like, oh, I got to start the marketing up again. And then it would take sometimes two to three months for any of that new marketing to start taking it into effect. So I realized, I heard somebody talk, one of my coaches talk about this. You got to get your marketing done for you in spite of you. Don't put it on your calendar. Don't try to time block. That stuff doesn't work. At least it doesn't work for me. Get someone else to do it. Get one of your kids to do it. Hire a mail house to just send out mail every single week for you. I hired one time a stay-at-home mom. I had a VA every day would go in. One of my favorite ways to do marketing now is um, pull a list of absentee owners or, or people that have rental properties on Zillow and put that, um, uh, that list of sellers in a spreadsheet every day, the new ones, okay? Find the owners and address. And I had a stay-at-home mom that would handwrite every day 20 to 25, 20 to 30 handwritten yellow letters. And I, I don't have an example here, but I would, I had her uh, crumple the letter up and then reopen it and fold it, put it in an invitation envelope, hand address the envelope stamp. Cost me about $1.25, $1.20 each letter, but it worked like crazy. There were times when we got 10 to 15% response rates on those things. Um, again, I'm not going to sit down and write 20, 30 handwritten yellow letters every day. Now, if you can't afford to hire someone else to do it, then you do it yourself, but you've got to get someone to do it for you in spite of you. I want, I just want to drill that in. If you understand what I'm saying, type in the chat box right now. Yes, I understand. Say, yes, Joe. I'm waiting. You understand? There's a lag. Yes, here it comes. They, thank you, guys. Thank you for indulging me. I know you know this, but it's so good to be reminded of this. All right, I see all the comments. Thank you. All right, now. 
Back to my mind map. Now in 2021, I think it's more important than ever to have the right systems, have a team of VAs that can do this for you. Oh, somebody's asking, why do you crumple the letter up? Because it adds some thickness to the envelope. All right. And they're like, what's this? It kind of adds some beef thickness to it, you know? And then when they open it, they see this crumpled up paper that's folded. And it just cr- increases or peaks their curiosity. And when they open it, they get it. They get more of their attention when they're looking at it. It works really, really well. And some, I want to tell you this too right here. Sometimes the best automation is a good VA. Um, this is revolutionary if you understand this. Because you may think, oh, I'll just get this software. I'll just push this magic red button. And all of this automation will happen. Sometimes that works. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes you need a VA, a virtual assistant, to manage the automation, you know, to personalize it, to make sure it goes out. Make sure you've got like a, you know, if you're, you're like slide dial is one of my favorite ways to follow up because with slide dial, you can leave an individual personalized voicemail. Hey, Jim, this is Joe. I'm calling about your house. One, two, three main street. We talked a little while ago. You probably don't remember me. I'm just following up with that offer I sent you. Have you sold it yet? All right. So you can't do that without, with, with automation, right? But you can do that with a good virtual assistant. And it doesn't have to be, um, people think virtual assistant, they think somebody with poor English and has p- bad internet. No, you can get really good VAs that can do great marketing for you. Slidial, S-L-Y-D-I-A-L, Slidial. Okay, now let's talk about what's working best. Um, I talked about this already. I think nationwide virtual wholesaling is really important right now, and that's working the best. Um, small towns. Don't ignore the small towns. And I'm going to talk about some of the, um, the reason why I see this is working so well. Um, okay. Now, Facebook and Google ads. Some, that can be real intimidating. I know it's been real intimidating to me over the years. I was like, oh, man, that's, I knew it was real expensive. Um, <laughs> good James. James said here, don't send crumpled letters to vacant properties. That was a mistake. You should have sent to the owners of the vacant properties. Lessons learned, right? So I used to think of Facebook ads, Google ads as real expensive, very competitive, very hard to do, but guys, they're not. And so one of the things I'm going to be doing in this 30 day challenge is actually doing some Facebook campaigns and Google PPC campaigns. And here's a crazy thing. When you can go wide and broad, your costs go dramatically down. You can get really, really good leads for five to 10 bucks a lead when you go wider. If you're trying to get leads in just one city or one county, your your costs can be $100 to $200 per lead. So there's some things I've been um, doing with Facebook ads and things that I've been seeing other people do in Facebook ads that are working really well right now. And I'm going to share with you here. Um, there's a guy in I, I I was on Facebook the other day and I got a I got a I saw an ad from a guy here in St. Louis. His name is Chris, and I copied I swiped his ad. Let's see if this actually works. Yes, okay. You guys see my screen, right? So this guy Chris buys homes in St. Louis is his page, and um, I I think he hired this guy to do the video. Maybe that's him. I don't know this guy. Um, I should, but he, basically this is the text. And I'm going to show you how you can see what your competition is doing. This is something really cool with Facebook and, and Google is you can see what your competition's doing. And if you know it's working, and I think it is because they've been doing this for a long time, and this guy is still doing ads, 
you can actually uh, duplicate it. Not copy, but like not duplicate it like that sense, but model it. That's my point here. Model what he's doing, okay? Uh, Joe buys homes in St. Louis. Are you a homeowner looking to sell? Would you like to get a cash offer for it? How about not paying any commissions or closing costs? You see the emojis here? Maybe those work well, right? Put those in your ads. Want to know more? Ask us some questions. There's a simple video in there of him just holding his phone, walking down the street. It's a really powerful, effective video. Sell your house as is for cash, okay? You scroll down and he does what he what are called, I believe, inside of Facebook. They're, they're called lead, um, uh, what are they called? There's a way in Facebook you can do this. And in this challenge, I'm going to be setting this up. I got Chris Chico that's going to be helping me set this up in my 30-day challenge. You can get to watch us as we do this. Form lead lead ads or something like that. What happens is you're not sending them outside of Facebook. They're staying in Facebook and it's just popping up some questions, okay? Um, so what's the address? What's your best email? And ask questions like uh, right here, what's your phone number? So it's just not, it's not taking them outside of Facebook. So your cost per leads are really low when you do this, okay? And you put the information in there. And um, thanks, you're all set. We'll give you a call shortly and make you an offer in just seven minutes. You can also call us anytime by clicking the button down below. And you click the button down below and it pops up the phone number, okay? And I went to this guy's Facebook page and sure enough, he's followed by Chris Chico. Chris has been teaching, he's a good friend of mine um, and he's got a great YouTube channel. You guys should go check out Chris Chico's YouTube page because a uh, YouTube channel, uh, he does a lot of videos on how to do Facebook ads and stuff like that. So I really like Chris and he's going to be helping me in this new 30-day challenge I'm doing next week. Um, so you can see the, the, you know, the guy's page here. This is from my phone. These are screenshots from my phone. You can actually go in here and you can see this was the ad, one of the ads that I saw. All right. Cash offers for houses in just seven minutes. Here's the cool thing, guys. You can see what these guys are doing. So what I did is I went to the Facebooks and I did a search for this guy. Um, Chris buys homes, STL. If anybody knows him, say hi to him. And you can see he's still updating it. So today's November 13th. He put a post on here November 8th. Um, you can go here and look at his website. And I think it's a carrot website. If I scroll down, you can sometimes see it says powered by carrot on the bottom. He's doing a lot of SEO. Yeah, it's powered by carrot. So he gets a lot of SEO here as well. And um, all right, so you can see his page here. Now, here's the crazy thing. If you go find these pages on Facebook, you can scroll down on the lower left to this thing right here called page transparency. All right, and if you click see all, you see that all the information about his page and you can see this page is currently running ads. And you can click right here, go to ad library. And I can see the ads that Chris is doing. Now, right now, he's only has one. All right. And he's got a video here. You can go watch it if you want um, and see what is in his ad. This is the text. He's still doing it. Now, he's only got one. He's been running this since October 11th. You know, a lot of guys have been slowing down over the last month or two because of uh, the elections. But um, it's, it's coming back. All right. Now, here, look at this. Search for ads by advertiser name. I'm going to just do a search here. We buy houses. Oh, this is this is my ad account. Let's try this again. We buy houses. Well, what happened here? 
I was doing this before. Let me show you what I found. Well, this is Blair. I wanted to talk about Blair because he's doing a ton of Facebook ads right now for sellers. Um, I thought I'd just, let me do this. Let me go to ad library. All right, right here, I'm going to type in, we buy houses. I'm looking for, okay, here are the different advertiser names that are popular right now for with the word, we buy houses. Okay, Blair is one of them. Io, I think I know Io. I think he's been on my podcast before. He's in Pennsylvania. All right, look, he's got an ad right here. You can go look at his ad. He's got some other ads that he's been running since April. Do you think these might be working? Look at these ads. Now, I don't know, but I would guess of these guys that are doing a lot of these ads are doing nationwide, like Blair. Now, I want to talk about Blair. Um, Blair's a beast, and he's been doing ads for a long time nationwide, and he's getting ridiculous low leads, low-cost leads. I'm sorry. Um, but if you here's the thing I want to bring across. If you are willing to go out into the small towns nationwide or maybe three, four states, you guys are going to get so many leads um, and, and it's going to be super cheap. And, and you can do deals virtually anywhere. All right. And um, I'm going to one of the things I'll be showing you in the challenge is how to find local boots on the ground people to help you with these leads, how to get local realtors to help you sell them. But uh, look at these ads. Real simple. And you can see real simple houses. What's interesting is he doesn't have the bandit signs in here. He's got some ugly houses, some normal looking houses. Do you think maybe a house like, now don't copy his ads, but do you think a house, a simple house like this might be a good idea to do? Do you think a simple house with maybe that looks like it needs some work, but not a total beater upper? Maybe that would, look at the text he's putting into these ads. So here's a crazy thing. You can go in and see all this information about these ads. And if you scroll down even more, you can see the websites. And you can see the text in the ad. Receive a no obligation offer on your property. I, know, I hope you guys can see it. Okay, I'll zoom in a little bit here. Receive a no obligation offer on your property. Sell your home on terms. Oh, this is another big thing. If you want to do more deals, you need to know how to do terms deals. You need to know how to make lease option offers or creative owner financing offers, okay? So they ask for the address, the full name, email, phone number, and that's it. My assistant, Brandy, will get in touch with you ASAP to off make you an offer to buy your house. You can see his websites here, lifehomesolutions.com. This is, guys, I'm not in some kind of secret uh, underground um, black hat stuff to find this data on my competitors. It's right there. It's all online, right? And you can scroll down. He's got a good site here, probably from Carrot. Yep, there it is. It's a Carrot site. All right. Blair's doing a lot of deals nationwide. And he's helping a lot of students do big nation nationwide deals. So guess where I'm going to go and look and model, not copy, but I'm going to model some of these ads that these guys are doing. All right. Um, we can go look at... Let's do, let's look at one other guy here. Uh, we buy houses. John, he's got 4.9 thousand likes. Let's look at John buys Bay Area houses. So he's targeting. No, he doesn't have any ads right now. 
you here's the thing: if the guys that are having the most success um, are doing nationwide right now. All right, so um, let's go back to the mind map here. Um, you can see what he's doing. You can look at we buy other houses. Let's talk about Google PPC because if you go and you search, and I did this before, and I did a screenshot here. I did a search for we buy houses Missouri. Okay. And uh, you see all of the guys with the ads here. We buy ugly houses, fast home offer, housemax.com, looking to sell your house.com. Well, there are there are sites where you can get competitor research on this. And I have this tool. I forget what it's even called. It's a keyword tool. There's a lot of them out there. Um, that's just like an add-on to Chrome, but it tells you the 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 volume of the f- terms and the cost per click that people are paying. These are ridiculous cost per clicks right now because this is only for Missouri, only for St. Louis. But when you go nationwide, it's a lot cheaper than this. But these are some of the keywords that people are looking for. All right, so I found, um, uh, there's a website called similarweb.com. Similarweb.com. As I open this up, I'm going to get a drink here. And the cool thing about SimilarWeb, and this is just the free version. If you paid for it, you can get a lot more information. We buy out, do we buy ugly houses, home investors? They're probably the nationwide number one company that spends most money on PPC, and they've been doing it for years. Would you think maybe it works? But these guys are spending tons and tons of money. But this website here, SimilarWeb, gives you competitive research on the properties on some of these, not all, not all of them, but this is a big one. And if you scroll down, it's pretty cool. You see that you get 87% of their traffic from search. They get a lot of traffic from entrepreneur.com, which is interesting. And if you were a premium member, you can see more of the referring sites. PPC is pay-per-click. Okay. These are online ads. You can see these are some of the words that they're finding. They're paying for these words, FISBO, trying to sell my house for sale by owner. Can I sell my house? And then um, you can see the, the, some of the ad networks that they're on and the, the audience interests that they're doing. Now, this is kind of advanced stuff, um, but I, I want to show you this is actually not that complicated. And in the 30-day challenge, we're going to be breaking it down, how we do real simple campaigns. Listen, I'm real good friends with Sean Terry. And Sean Terry, <laughs> I, I make fun of him. He's one of the the the... the, the the best, smartest investors I know, but he's really not that smart. And if he can do Google pay-per-click ads, I'm saying that to give him a hard time. But like I've seen, Sean Terry's like a bulldog. He just plows through anything that's in his way. And um, he has figured out Google PPC. And I look at Sean thinking, Sean, if you can do PPC, then I can do it, right? I'm, I'm sorry for making fun of him, but good friend of mine. So like, like these guys that are doing really well, doing a lot of nationwide wholesaling right now, they're just keeping it super simple with Google PPC and Facebook ads. All right. So anyway, on this website, similar web, you can get a lot of really good competitive information um, for free just by checking out. You can see some of the competitors and similar sites. WeBuyHouses.com, Express Home Buyer, Highest Cast Offer, Fast Home Offer, Expert Home Offers. Danny Buys Houses in San, in San Antonio is a big guy out here as well. Okay. Um, I wanted to show that to you because there's a lot of opportunity there and you can see the kind of ads that people are doing. Okay. Now, let me also now talk about and change direction a little bit. I want to talk about direct mail. Direct mail is coming back strong. I really believe this and I'm seeing it. Direct mail, we're seeing response rates starting to come back up. Um, I love, love, love direct mail because I can actually target the homes that I want. 
I could say only send this to three bedroom homes, only send it to the homes in these counties that have been owned by a seller over 10 years with at least 50% equity. You can target the type of seller and the type of homes that you want that you can't necessarily do with PPC or Facebook ads, right? So um, we're seeing direct mail come and it's working really well. And th- this, I'll be doing more of this in the 30-day challenge and I'm going to be documenting it. And you're going to see the lists that I pull, the postcards, the letters that I send. And one of the things that we're seeing working well right now is this postcard. It's a real simple, boring, ugly postcard, right? Notice, please contact us about your property. We urgently need to speak with you. We have a cash offer, 24-hour recorded voicemail. We'll buy it as is, all right? Real simple postcard. It works. Um, and we're, we're sending them to absentee owners with equity, especially in the small towns. Um, we use a couple different sources to pull our list. I like propstreamjoe.com, propstreamjoe.com. I'm going to put that in the chat as well. Propstreamjoe.com. Um, you get leads for super cheap there. And, and you can also pull really good lists. In fact, let me just it's going to walk you through this right quick. You don't have to get PropStream. I do get a commission from it, but um, they're they're just plain amazing. And the prices range, but um, I'm going to show you some really cool tricks for uh, doing this. Um, let's say that let's pick a county in. Uh, let's do Ohio. County map. I want to look up county map. Here we go. And we're not going to dive into the elections. Um, Columbus, Ohio is in Franklin County, right? I know it's hard to see there. Try to zoom in. Columbus, Ohio is in Franklin County. Cincinnati is somewhere. I don't know. Um, Oh, yeah. I know what we can do. Go to, let's go to this site here worldpopulationreview.com slash states worldpopulationreview.com slash states I put that in the Zoom chat let's go to Ohio, where is Ohio? I think this is it right here, isn't it? I'm waiting for this page to open All right. this is real critical I want you to understand this This website gives you just a ton of information about states and cities and population and statistics and stuff like that. 81% Ohio is 81% uh, white. doesn't matter. All right. Here are the population growth rates by county. Okay. Let me scroll down a little bit. Here is what I'm mostly interested in. Population density. So this Franklin County, it's Columbus, right? I don't remember. Um, and you can see it's 1.3 million. Growth rate, 15%. Good. Guess what? There's a lot of competition there, guys. But look at Delaware County. Population growth, 21%. Lick, licking, <laughs> licking County, Fairfield County. All right? Here's And if you're in um, Hamilton County, I'm not sure. I should know my geography better. I don't. Um, so some, one of this is maybe Dayton and Cincinnati and Columbus and Cleveland. I think Cleveland is up here or something, right? 
Cuyahoga. So competitive, tons of investors. You know what, guys? What I'm going cha- to challenge you to do is start looking at the lighter colored counties outside of the big MSAs. So instead of focusing on Franklin County or Cuyahoga County, start looking outside, maybe even outside. Are you kidding me? Are you crazy? No, I'm not, guys. There are There's a lot of opportunity out here. Let's just pick one of these. Like, how about, I'm looking for a county. Here we go, Miami County. You can see the number on the right there, 108,000. Population growth, 5%. It's still growing, okay? What is in Miami County? I don't know. Hopefully, I'm picking a good county as a good example. Miami County, Ohio. Troy. Okay, do you guys know of any investors that are doing deals in Troy, Ohio? It's a county north of Dayton. Hmm. Not many, right? Well, let's look here. Let's go to PropStream. I'm going to type in Miami County, Ohio. I just picked this one at random. Hopefully it works. Look at this, 52,000 property owners. I have 250 properties that have liens on them, 720 vacants, 616 are on the MLS. I don't know if I trust the MLS data from PropStream, to be honest. Eight pre-foreclosures. Hmm. Look at this. What if we go into filters here? Let's do absentee owners. Owner-occupied is no. And let's do at least 50% equity. Okay. 11,000. That's a lot. That's good. Let's do ownership info right here. Ownership info. This have they've had to have owned it for at least 10 years. 9,400 absentee owners. Now, okay, you're saying, let's make sure it's a single family house. So I'm going to click on single families. Make sure some, some counties don't track it. So you got to be careful with that sometimes. See if it drops too much. Let's do bedrooms. So that's at least a three-bedroom house. All right, seven, 1,800 absentee owners of three-plus bedroom homes that have owned their house over 10 years that have at least 50% equity. Do you think anybody is sending them postcards right now? It costs maybe, where'd that postcard go that I had right here? 35 to 40 cents, depending on how many you're sending, to send this postcard. But then you're saying, well, who's going to, Who's going to buy these houses out there? Okay, Miami County. Do you think many people are buying homes out there? Let's look at this. I'm going to do any. And I'm going to years of ownership. Let's change that. to. I'm going to remove that. And let's look how many people have bought a house in the last year in Miami County. 361 people have bought a, th- a house with three or more bedrooms. We could change that to two or more. 459. 459 homes have been sold or bought in the last year in this little tiny town, a county of Miami. All right. A lot of opportunity there. Hardly anybody is marketing to those counties. So my, my encouragement to you is, as you start looking for 
instead of if you're in this county here or in this county with these dark ones, just ignore them, forget them. Look outside on the surrounding counties around you. You don't have to go see the houses. You can find realtors in those counties that can uh, do deals for you. Like, let's go to um, Zillow. Hold on one second. I'm going to pull up Miami County. Miami County, Ohio. Now, these are just rent. There are 26 rentals. By the way, if you're going to be um, selling or wholesaling a property, first thing you should do is be calling these landlords and property managers. Let's change this to for sale. And let's just look at houses. You can look at all of them, but there's 261 properties that are currently for sale. Sometimes you can go in here and you can change it to sold. Depends on if Zillow has good sold data or not. And let's look and the sold in the last six months. 1,300 homes have sold in the last six months. Well, that's different than what we saw in PropStream. But um, this is Zillow data for you, right? What if you went in here and said, all right, show me all of the homes that have sold less than $150,000 because you're, you're doing a smaller type of home. That doesn't make sense. Sometimes you don't get sold data per prices. I don't know, but I just did a filter for under 150 and zero to 150. And it didn't filter any out. Yeah, you don't you don't have to filter bedrooms. Ah, I didn't filter bedrooms. That's why the number was different. Yeah, for some reason it's not updating. I'm not sure what's going on here, but it's not updating when I'm doing these filters. Maybe I need to refresh the page. But the point is, I wanted to show you you can go in and see who are the realtors. Like let's say you've got a house in like in this area up here, okay? You can zoom in And you can find the realtors that have sold homes in those small virtual markets. I think my I, my my computer resources are like going bonkers right now. But like, let's say this house here. Let's say you got a little house in this neighborhood in Covington, Ohio. You can go in, especially through PropStream, and um, sometimes tools like Zillow, and find out who were the realtors that sold this property and you can call them and say, Hey, I've got, I know I have too many tabs open. <laughs> uh, you can call them and say, Hey, um, I have another house in the area that I'm trying to sell. Um, you don't have any buyers that are maybe looking for another property to buy in this neighborhood. Do you? And you can hire realtors to do all of this work for you. So don't let, I'm wanting to just let you know, don't let the fact that this is, you've never heard of Covington, Ohio. And, um, you know, how am I going to sell a property here if I can't see it? Or what? You can get realtors that can help you and you can find these realtors really, really easily. In fact, let's just look up this property here and see if we get anything from it in side of PropStream here. Little small town. Okay, I'm not going to get MLS data. But three months ago, somebody bought this. Sometimes you can just Google the address and see the listing from it. Um, or if you have access to the MLS, a lot of times, even in small towns, if it's not in your state, 
You can go through the back office of the MLS to see nationwide MLS. And you can go in to see who the agents were who bought this house or who sold it. But here we see the investor or whoever it was, the owner, um, bought this property three months ago. So you can go into the, um, the MLS and find out who the realtors were. So my point is, like, guys, with the internet today, with technology today, you can find buyers for these homes really, really easily, even in the small towns. Covington, Ohio, people are still buying properties there. Okay. Let me show you something else that's worked really, really well. Because I hear this a lot. Um, people are saying, man, the market's white hot right now. All you need to do is stick a house on the market and you can sell them like that. True, maybe. But again, the last time I did this marketing, I'm going to show you right now. Um, and I know some of you, I'm on, I've been on an hour now and you're like, maybe you're fading. I'm not sure if I'm losing you, but um, if you guys are interested, and, and I got some more to share, so don't go anywhere. But um, if you are interested in getting more information about my new market challenge, and you want to see me actually do this marketing live starting next Monday, which is in three days from now. And even if you're listening to this or watching it later after Monday, you can still get in and just get the, get caught up. But go to newmarketchallenge.com, newmarketchallenge.com. I'm going to put this again into the Zoom chat. If somebody's watching this on Facebook or YouTube, if you would please type in newmarketchallenge.com for people that want to get that link. But I'm um, starting in a couple of days and I'm going live into a brand new market that's only a hundred bucks and you get to follow with me. You're going to get a daily email from me every day showing as I document my progress, doing the, selecting the market, doing the market research, pulling the, doing marketing for buyers and sellers, pulling the list, sending the marketing, doing the Facebook ads, doing the direct mail. Um, and doing Google ads and like cold calling, all this stuff, we're going crazy. It's going to be awesome. We're going to show you all, all the leads that we get and how we get it. You can see the marketing pieces, this cold calling scripts, the actual ads we're doing. And you're, see, you're, going, to, you're going to see how we're getting all these leads and you can take it, duplicate it and copy it for yourself and start implementing it yourself. And I'm doing this from my home. All right, this is all going to be done virtually. So go again, go to newmarketchallenge.com. Check that out. All right, so back here to the mind map. Um, okay, one of the things that we did in Michigan, last time I did this market challenge and I overwhelmed my guy with so many leads, is we pulled a list of properties that have been on the MLS over 90 days. Now, some of you guys, um, some of you guys are thinking, the market's white hot right now. All you need to do is stick it on the MLS, stick a sign in the yard, you get multiple offers, and you're going to sell your house quickly in a day. Like, come on, Joe. The market's white hot right now. Is it really? You sure about that? It is hot, yeah. But how many houses do you think in Ohio? I was just looking this up right before we started the webinar. How many houses in Ohio right now have been on the market over 90 days? So I did a little search here. I went into Cincinnati, Columbus right here. And I'm not even looking at Cleveland in here yet. I found homes priced between zero to 500,000 and I removed new construction because new construction sometimes is weird. It shows up as being on the market for over you know, a couple of years, even though they haven't even built it yet. So I removed new construction and I went here to more filters. I did houses over 90 days, priced under $500,000 in the Cincinnati and Columbus, Ohio and Dayton, Ohio area built before 2017. I clicked apply filters 
Guys, there are 531 homes right now in just those areas right there that have been on the market over 90 days. If the market is so hot, why haven't these 531 homes sold yet? Over 90 days. If I zoom out again, now I'm getting into Cleveland, Ohio, Columbus, Cincinnati, a little bit of Indianapolis, Lexington, Kentucky, and all that. 1,400 homes. These are nice homes, guys. Why haven't they sold yet? They're overpriced, right? They're just wanting too much for it. But they've been on the market over 90 days. Why haven't they sold yet? They're overpriced. Let's change this to 60 days. This is going to blow you away, guys. If I apply filters here, it goes from 1,400 homes. It's still updating. Over 60 days, 2,175 homes right now. Guys, there is so much opportunity, and a lot of these homes are in small towns. Let's go into this area right here. Where is this? Greenfield, Ohio. Look into this area. There's 71 properties. So one of the things I did on this challenge, I'm going to be doing this again. I did this on my last one. I'm going to be doing this again. I pulled a list. I pulled all of these homes. And if you look here on Redfin, you scroll down on the right, there's a button right here called Download All. And you can download those properties into a spreadsheet. And then I use this other really cool thing inside of PropStream where I can I, I take this list of addresses, I can upload it into PropStream and it'll append the owner's information on it. So I can upload, because all, all Redfin will give you where, are the addresses, okay? I can take those addresses, upload it to PropStream. PropStream will then turn around and give me back the owner's name, the owner's mailing address, how long ago they bought it, how much equity is in the house, how much do they owe, um, if, are there any liens or judgments or is the house vacant or not, right? Just boom, my mind's exploding here. I'm looking at this. And so I sent letters to the owners of these older listings. And you want to see what I sent them? And you want to know what response rate I got with this? It's going to blow you away. I got a 3.5% response rate. And this is a letter that I sent. And this is one of the letters. And so I've, I was testing a lot of this. It's from an investor. It's an ugly typed big font letter. And look at the beginning of this. I'm sending you this time-sensitive mailer to inform you that we would like to buy your house at address in Avon Lake for possibly full price, but we would like to rent it out for a year or so first. We are a group of local investors that look for nice houses to rent in nice areas such as yours. We'll take the house as is, be responsible, et cetera, et cetera, guys. I'm getting a three and a half percent response rate with that letter. And I'm an invest. It's not even handwritten. I didn't click to mail. It's a type letter from an investor. Hey, we want to buy your house, but we want to rent it for a year or so first. Three and a half percent. I can show you in, uh, where to go here? I got so many tabs open. I had it open in, in REI Simple. That's not it. That's not, here it is. And this is where we overwhelmed my guy with leads. We did all of our marketing we did inside of, um, where'd it go? Da, 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 da. Yeah, here it is. We got 27 leads. 3.5% response rate. We sent out 778 letters. Um, we status these. Seven of them are dead. Five of them, we've, Grayland has not even called yet. Three of them, he talked to. They said, make an offer. He was following up active leads with two. He's been attempting to contact two others. And um, eight, he's not even called yet. So this is one of the problems I had. 
on this campaign is I overwhelmed Grayland with so many leads. Um, we went in, one of the other things that we like to do is we send out a ton of text messages to rentals on Zillow. And uh, we he, he couldn't keep up with these either. So um, insane. Really, really awesome. In a good way, right? <laughs> Grayland just had a ton of personal things that had happened. It was like bad timing. Um, so these letters work really, really well. And the cool thing now is you can download these. So we're downloading right now properties from Zillow and Redfin that are listed for rent or listed, been on the market over 60, 90 days. We're downloading that data. We're uploading it into PropStream and appending owner's information and we're sending owner's letters. All right, crazy. Um, so some of the, we're also sending uh, simple handwritten letters. Uh, one of the companies that I like to use, I'm going to be talking about it inside of the um, of the 30-day challenge, simple handwritten letters like this. This is one of those letters. It's a smaller piece of paper. It just folds in half and they can send it in a handwritten envelope. Um, really, this simple stuff is working the best right now. Um, and I like to send those to owners of the nicer rentals on Zillow. So we have a software that we we give to our students that will scrape all of the rental properties on Zillow and give it to you in a spreadsheet. And then you can append, take that Zillow data from this that they scrape. Even if it doesn't, like right now, Fizbo's on Zillow, they won't give you the owner's number anymore for Fizbo's on Zillow. But you can scrape and get the address and then append it to PropStream. PropStream can give you all the owner's information, which is amazing. Um, and so then we can um, send simple handwritten letters, which are working really well. The other cool thing that we're doing now, and I've been learning this, I got to give this to cre credit where credit is due. And I've been sending direct mail with actual offers on it for a long time for the land, vacant land business. But Rick Ginn, who's an investor out of um, Florida, he's developed this system that he's going to be promoting real soon here. And our mailing house that we use that we're going to be talking about in the challenge is actually doing this for Rick, but he's actually sending offers to the sellers. It's a postcard with the actual number on it. This is kind of hard to see. I'll try to zoom in here a little bit. It's a simple postcard. Call us to discuss your cash offer. And there's a whole system behind this where it says, we'll make you a cash offer for your property, terms, all cash, no games, closing costs paid, as is, close ASAP, cash offer 19500 with a phone number. Okay, guys? And this says here, subject to property condition inspection. Um, this is getting the phone to ring. Now, it's not getting you a ton of leads, but it's getting you leads that you wouldn't got before because this is something that your competition is not doing. And it's just a simple postcard with a cash offer on it gets the phone to ring. You get a lot of angry calls, but you get deals from it too. So we're going to be testing this and showing you how that's working in our campaigns as well. The other cool thing that we're going to be doing that's working is blind owner financing offers. And this is crazy. So again, we're doing this from PropStream we're, and from the MLS, from Redfin. We're pulling properties from Redfin that have been on the market over 30, 60, 90 days. We're finding all of the ones that are free and clear and we're sending a blind owner financing offer letter. And this is one of the letters that we're sending. Um, just a quick screenshot. I know I, I, it's hard to see, but it says, hey, we want to buy your house, okay? And uh, we'll make you a full price offer based on the Zillow value of the property minus repairs. We know this is a little out of the blue. So sorry if this letter seems a little forward. 
But the reason we can offer you 100% of Zillow value is because of our long-term buy and hold approach. So if you're interested in selling now to us, blah, blah, blah. And then attached is a letter of intent. And this letter of intent that we're sending, it's just a simple, hey, we can buy and we're using Zillow and we are making them an offer of cash, I mean, uh, payments, principal-only payments. It's typically what we're doing. Principal-only payments of half of whatever Zillow says the uh, rent is. Awesome. Okay. Um, Working really good. Now, the key to this, when you're doing direct mail, is keep it simple, right? You you want your message to be real simple. Don't list your house, sell it. Um, now, now, some of it isn't simple, like a blind owner financing offer letter. But you see what these handwritten letters we're sending, the postcards that we're sending, real simple, personal, not professional, not glossy, no color photos and things like that. All right, so direct mail is coming back strong. We're starting to see in these small towns, 3%, 5 10%. We're in my vacant land that we're doing, uh, we're seeing 10% response rates on our letters. Somebody's asking here, why do you do it in Redfin first and then append the data in PropStream? Why are you doing that? Because Redfin will give us the properties that are currently on the market for sale. And then we can append the data. Or I get it from Zillow, all the properties that are currently listed for rent. And I can get the owner's data from from PropStream. Now, PropStream claims to have MLS, but I've, I've been testing it. It's not very good. I've complained to them about it. They know they're working on it. Some areas it's better than others. Some counties it's better than others, but it's something that they're working on. It's just the MLSs out, and there's you know over a couple hundred different MLSs in the United States. They don't like giving their data to companies like PropStream. So it's very hard for them to get it. Cool. All right. Cold calling still works, guys, but you need to understand um, it's a long-term play. There's a real difference between quality versus quantity. Um, you need to send an offer, an offer to every seller that you talk to, and you've got to follow up with them. You've got to follow up with them. And we're going to be doing some cold calling in this vacant uh, new market challenge. Uh, vacant land's working. We're also going to be doing some vacant land, depending on the area that we pick. I'm not sure yet exactly, but I'm going to show you the letters that we send. We're getting 10% response rate, and I'm getting my teenage boys to make offers to these sellers. For vacant land. We're flipping vacant land right now like crazy. Okay. Now, guys, what questions do you have? What are you seeing that's working really well? Um, I'm going to um, pause my screen share for a minute because I have another poll I want to give to you guys. What are you seeing that is working well today? Now, I can't, in order for me to make this poll, um, I, I can't give you things to type in. You have to select something. But what are you guys seeing? I put this poll up here in Zoom. Uh, postcards, letters, Facebook, texting, rentals, cold calling, ringless voicemail, SMS text blasting, driving for dollars, networking, referrals, follow up with old leads. I'm just curious to see what are you guys seeing that's working well today in your marketing and your, you know, from what you're hearing other people talk about. Good, good, good. How's it going there? I'm going to give you just a minute while I take a swig of water.
Okay, two asks a really good question. You have a lot going on here, Joe. And so I ask, is your 30-day challenge that you're using, like, are you using, are you utilizing virtual assistants? Yes. So I'm going to be showing you a lot of things that we're doing, and you don't have to do all of them. The goal is just to pick one or two things and then have a VA do it for you. Have the VA watch my videos or and do it yourself. So some of these things like, you can send postcards and letters. It's not that big of a deal. I'm going to show you how to get the list. I'm going to show you the company to use. I'm going to show you the mail piece to use. You can get that done in a day. All right. The Google PPC ads, you know, maybe you may just decide, ah, that's going to be, I don't want to do that, which is totally fine. Um, I'm going to show you the company that I use to scrape Zillow and Redfin and how I upload it and append the data. So, all of these videos are going to be 15 to 20 minutes, maybe 30 minutes max once in a while. So these will be shorter videos and you'll see me doing it, which means then you can go back and do it yourself. But now you're going to see how many leads we're getting and it's going to blow you away. All right. So 26% of you have voted. Should we close this up now? Cool. I'm going to end the poll here. And yeah, you're going to get all of the scripts in my in this 30-day challenge, guys. You're going to get the cold calling scripts, the postcards, the letters, the lists, everything. And I have spreadsheets that you know can help help you calculate the the blind owner financing offers and things like that. We're using Filipino virtual assistants. All right, so I'm going to end the poll here. 26% of you have voted. I'm going to share my results. This is interesting. So in our, in terms of what you're seeing working the best, follow up with old leads and SMS text blasting. Now, are you sending SMS text blasting to rentals on Zillow? I have, the, I have those two categories. I should have clarified that. Um, texting rentals on Zillow was 18% and SMS text blasting was 33%. All right. So next would be Facebook, Google ads. Next. Networking, referrals, nice. Next, cold calling. And then next, driving for dollars, then postcards and letters. And ringless voicemails, bottom. Very cool. All right. So, what I want to do now is answer your questions. All right. I want to answer your questions. Again, if you want more information about this 30-day new market challenge I'm doing, go to newmarketchallenge.com, newmarketchallenge.com. And I want to see what kind of questions you guys have. And I'm going to um, open up my Facebook a chat, my Facebook as well, to see if there are questions in there. And um do what I can to answer your questions. And if you are watching this now inside of Zoom, type in your questions in the chat. Are my scripts in the SLO lease options program? Yes, all my scripts are in the SLO lease options program. Oh, cool. I am live in there. Uh, somebody's asking, where can I get the recorded video for this? Um, it's in Facebook and YouTube. So you can go back to my Facebook page and YouTube page and see it. 
and watch it. Can you slide the bar all the way down, please? What bar are you talking? I can't, I don't have any bars to slide. <laughs> Sorry, Robert. Not sure what you're talking about. Oh, hey, there's 22 people watching me on YouTube right now. What's going on, guys? Oh, on the poll. I, I'm not sharing the poll anymore. So I can't I can't slide down the thing on the poll. Um, how do we get the mind map? Uh, join the challenge. The newmarketchallenge.com. You'll get access to all of my resources and letters and scripts, and it'll all be in there in the mind map. So some of you are still seeing the poll. I, I, there's nothing I can do. Oh, stop sharing. Oh, I just I just scrolled it. Can you did you see me now? <laughs> All right, sorry guys. It's the poll is still up there. I just scrolled it again. All right. Cool. All right. What kind of questions do we have here? Would you like to tie up a property, but you would you tie up a property but have the caveat that if you can't find a tenant? Yes. So in my lease option agreements, I will not execute the, 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 I have an initial contract with the seller, which says it's contingent on an inspection and the subsequent completion of a more formal and signed lease purchase agreement. And that I do not fill that out until I have a tenant buyer. Okay. Oh, somebody's asking a question because I interviewed Rick Ginn the other day about a bad deal. And we made the comment, can you really make passive income on a portfolio of 10 or 12 homes? You can make income, but here's the point. It's not passive. That's the, Gary, that's the point we were trying to make. It's not passive. It's active. And you can make money from it, but it's not just mailbox money. You've got to manage the properties. You've got to manage the managers. Um, and if, you don't, if you're not careful, if you don't manage it, Costs can get out of hand. You're going to have to replace that roof every 10, 20 years. You're going to have to replace the furnace every 10 to 20 years. You're going to have to replace the water heater. You're going to have vacancies. You're going to have months where you just can't fill anybody. It takes too long. You know, so like there's, you have to manage your properties. That's the point we were trying to make. How do you feel about pre-foreclosures? I like pre-foreclosures. I have found in the past, though, they're too competitive, so I don't typically market to pre-foreclosures. I'd rather focus on um, properties that aren't as competitive. Will you be focusing on finding tenant buyers this time? Um, Riza, no, because that's way easy. That's super easy. Like, if you've got a nice property, if you can't sell it in three to four weeks, something's wrong. And usually it's your over it's overpriced. That's the secret sauce right there to finding good tenant buyers. Make sure it's not overpriced. If your properties in that area rent for fifteen hundred and you're trying to get seventeen hundred as a lease option, it's not going to work. So when it, I can talk right now, how do you find tenant buyers? It's easy. Facebook Marketplace, Facebook Groups, Craigslist ads. Get it on Zillow if you can, and most importantly, signs. Sign in the yard, signs in the neighborhood. That's it. That's how you sell lease option homes. That's how you find tenant buyers. As easy as that. And if that doesn't work, you can't find tenant buyers in three to four weeks doing that stuff. You're either not doing that stuff 
or it's overpriced. How do you extend your buy offer to the last 30 days besides using the inspection clause? So Daniel, whenever I'm making an offer, I always have an inspection contingency in there, usually two to four weeks, sometimes more depending on how comfortable I am with the deal. Um, and if I can't find a good buyer within two to four weeks, I cancel the contract or renegotiate a lower price. That's just as simple as it is. What is the current status of Zillow scraping issues? I talked about this earlier, Barry. Um, Zillow cannot scrape or Zillow is not showing anymore just on Fizbo's, the owner's phone number. Okay. Most of the marketing, the deals that I've done come from the rentals on Zillow, not Fizbo's anyway. But what's happened now is the scraping company we use will still scrape Zillow, Fizbo's, and Zillow rentals, which again, Zillow, Fizbo's are only 10, 15% of all of the scraping that we do. Now you have to skip trace those homeowners. So I'd recommend skip tracing them and calling them. And you can do that um, and sending them letters. Skip trace, call, send a letter. And you can do that all inside of REI Simple. So I'll be sharing how to do that in the, in the, um, the challenge. Well, what's your minimum budget do you recommend for the 30-day challenge? Um, Keith, now obviously I'm going to be doing a lot of things in this 30-day challenge and I don't expect anybody to do all of them. So I'm going to be spending more money than most people do on this challenge. Okay. Um, but here's the thing. If you're just starting out, I recommend you start with a budget of 500 to a thousand bucks a month on marketing. And that should cover, you know, some letters, um, and, to pay, and that's not getting a VA. If you want a VA to do this for you, that's going to be another 500 bucks a month to get a good VA to do the marketing for you. So a good marketing budget to start with, 500 to 1,000 bucks a month. And that's going to be a lot of you doing it yourself. As you start growing and doing more deals, you can spend more. But on average, you're going to find that to do every deal you do, you're going to be spending about 500 to 1,000 to 1,500 on average, in marketing per deal that you do. Now, if you're trying to do Facebook ads, Google ads in Phoenix, Arizona, okay, you're going to be spending, or in San Diego, you're going to be spending three to $5,000 in marketing for one deal. So we're not doing that. We're, we're going nationwide. We're going after specific niche list in small towns and um, doing much, much better, making more money. The challenge is not included for people that already have my lease options program. So if you have the lease options program, Gigi, um, you do not need this challenge. Okay. In the lease options program, you have everything you need in there to do lease option deals. It's not like I'm teaching you any new marketing that's not already in that course. Uh, Barry, I'm doing more sandwich lease options now than just a, than assignment lease options. Who do you use for your inspections? My local realtors uh, would take pictures. And I'm also using my buyers. My buyers do the inspections for me. What are the limiting factors for doing this in Texas? Absolutely none. There's no limiting factors for doing this in Texas because you can do this in Texas, from Texas, anywhere in the country. Now, you can't do sandwich lease options in Texas, but do contract for deeds or owner financing or subject twos. You can still do lease option assignments in Texas. And you have you can do deals in the entire United States. You have the whole U.S. in your backyard. All right, guys, just a few more minutes here. Just a few more minutes. Where do I go to find VAs? I'll talk about that in the challenge, but I use uh, Upwork a lot. 
um, onlinejobs.ph, virtual staff finder. And a lot of times anymore, I just talk to my current VAs and ask them, who do you, do you have anybody you'd recommend a friend? So I ask my good VAs, do you have anybody else like you that you could recommend? That's a, one of the best ways to get leads. Okay, going through the questions here. Can you show how to append a spreadsheet in PropStream? And I can't do that now, Mike, but I do show that in the challenge. Um, it's pretty simple. There is, it is a little upgrade in PropStream, but it's worth every penny of it. It's amazing. One, two, three employee is good. Yeah. Is your program specifically for lease options or would it be good for wholesaling too? So this marketing challenge is just about finding deals. It's not wholesaling. It's not lease options. It's finding deals. So it works. If you're doing wholesaling or lease options or both, we're just looking for sellers. So anytime I talk to a seller, I'm not trying to fit a square peg in a round hole. I'm just saying, tell me about your house. And I'm asking them questions, right? And then uh, depending on where the conversation goes, I'll make a lease option offer. I'll make a cash offer. Uh, two is asking a question. I have this, your lease options program. So what should I be focusing on that you'll be showing us? Um, so two, listen, this this 30-day challenge may not be for you. You know, if you're still going through the lease options program, go through it. I tell you in there all the marketing that you should be doing. So go through the fast start guide and do what I tell you to do in that fast start guide and you'll start doing deals. If you want to see me do it live, then join the challenge. But you already have everything in your lease options course. You don't have to get this challenge. It may not be a good time for you right now, so that's fine. It's only a hundred bucks. How do I handle answering phones? Good question, Kevin. Um, this is why I find local wholesalers to partner with. So I find local investors that work these leads for me. I do the marketing. I pay for it. I pre-screen the leads. I get a VA to help me with it. But right now, a lot of them are just going right to voicemail. And we're calling them back. Either me, my VA, or the local wholesaler boots on the ground guy is calling them back right away. Thank you, Will. Appreciate the kind words. Angie, do you think there's more opportunity with land or houses? Yes. <laughs> um, I There's a lot of opportunity with land and houses. So um, you have to pick one or the other. I don't know. But, um, but see, my boys, I have two teenage boys, and I'm having them do land because they are just not have the maturity yet or the time to talk to sellers. It's like they, so they work, you know, light nights and weekends on sending offers to vacant landowners. Um, and then I partner with a local a friend of mine who helps with the dispositions. He works on getting them sold after we make the offer. After we buy them, he works on selling them. So I've outsourced pretty much 100% of it. Cool, guys. What has been the most valuable thing? We're going to wrap this up, guys. Uh, what's been the most valuable thing to you on this webinar? Go ahead and type it in the chat. I'd really appreciate it. What has been the most valuable thing to you? Some of you are asking about, will there be a replay? Yeah, all this will be in my on my YouTube channel. If you go to YouTube and do a search for Joe McCall, subscribe to my channel. 
do a search for Joe McCall. You'll see this video in there. I'm also on my Facebook page and stuff like that. You'll see it there. The content will start coming out um, Monday about 9 a.m. 9 to 10 a.m. is usually when I release the videos and the emails every day. So what was the uh, what was the big takeaways, guys, you got out of this? I'd appreciate just seeing your feedback. Do I get the properties under contract after or before I share them with my local wholesalers? No. I partner with them. And how do I keep them from going around my back? All of the deals, everything is open book. So we do it all inside of the CRM. And I have, a, I have an assistant that manages it. <clears throat> so I have to see the buyers and the sellers, all the contracts, all the paperwork inside of the CRM, either my CRM or their CRM. So it's all open book. And again, think about this. Why would a wholesaler kill the goose that's laying the golden eggs? They're not going to go around behind my back, right? I'm doing the marketing. I'm giving them pre-screened motivated seller leads that they don't have to do anything for. You think I'm not going to find out if they do go behind my back? I will. So they don't. And usually I pick the wholesalers first and then I go into their market. So one of the things I'm thinking about doing, I'm not sure on this yet, is I'm going to pick somebody who's in the challenge um, and do the leads for them, do the marketing for them, uh, which is interesting. I forgot to even talk about this, but I'm thinking about doing this. This will be fun. Um, I'm going to pick one or two people that are in the challenge to do marketing for them in their market, as long as they meet a couple conditions. Number one, they're willing to do deals virtually in virtual markets around them. And number two, I'm going to test them. Probably I'm going to do something like I want you to go cold call 20 sellers and make 20 offers. And the first one to do it who shows me the cold call proof that they made the offers. Um, I'll do the marketing for them. So I want to look to some, I want to find somebody who's not afraid to get on the phone. And if somebody does that, I'm going to go gangbusters and do marketing for them in their market, which would be pretty cool. That way I know somebody who's working leads like that, who's hungry enough to go screw it. I'm going to make cold calls and I'm going to make offers. I'll do marketing for you all day long. <laughs> do you guys like that idea? Is that a good idea or not? I'm thinking about doing that. Thank you, Jerry, for the kind words. Two, if you, I believe you have my lease options course, right? If you want to partner with me on a deal, since you have my lease options course, once you get a property under contract, Send it to my office. My office will send it to me. If it looks like a good deal, we'll get on the phone and we'll partner with you on it. Now, I'm not going to do the work for you, but I'll coach you through the process from beginning to end and we'll split the deal 50-50. Nice. Looking at small towns. William says here, learning to avoid cutthroat competition in big cities has been very valuable and will save me buckets of current stress. Nice. World population review, Joey. Information regarding counties. Uh, Navi, we will do some live calls, yes. But it's you'll see it when you get in there. We'll do a little bit of it with a normal challenge. There is a little uh, extra upsell if you're interested in more real live calls. We'll do that. Thanks, Kevin. Richard, small towns. Two, marketing ideas, Facebook ads. 
The density maps in this county is nice. All right, Richard, if you're in the challenge, um, you can apply. And I will be, I'm not going to be doing marketing in Atlanta. Atlanta is too big, too competitive. But if you're willing to go outside of Atlanta in virtual counties surrounding all over Georgia, uh, we can definitely talk. Blind offer postcards, biggest takeaways, marketing ideas, Facebook ads. Do I have a JV agreement with local wholesalers? Yes. Terry, valuable takeaway, getting granular, using PropStream and Zillow to zero in on small towns. Nice. Cool. Kenneth, the most valuable thing for me has been your patience in explaining the concepts clearly. <laughs> Keep making offers. Getting motivation. Info on Facebook page transparency. Awesome source for info on what's working. Nice. Thank you, Wendy. Hey, Wendy, what's going on? Don't live in California. I'm excited about the small markets. Nice. The large areas are so competitive. Right, they sure are. Good. Some of you are telling me you like my ideas of doing marketing for somebody in the challenge. So again, what I'm thinking of doing is if you're in the challenge, I'm, I'm going to pick one or two people. But you've got to, I want to see some like serious initiative where you're going to go in. I want, so we'll see how this works out. But um, I want somebody who can go do 20 cold calls and make 20 offers in like one day. And if you can do that, um, I'll, I'll do marketing for you. And you got to be willing to go into the small virtual markets. REI Simple and Z Code is not included in the 30-day challenge, no. How do you find closing attorneys that are investor-friendly all over the country? There's a couple title companies we use that do deals all over the country for us. Um, but also, since I'm working with local realtors, I just ask them who they recommend, and they usually have somebody local. Freddie, great idea. Awesome, Joe. Sounds great. You bet. Yes. Amazing idea. Come on, Alberto. Let's do it. Thank you, Kenneth. Thank you, Mike. The virtual, oh, this is good, Alberto. Virtual is the new real estate blue ocean. This is where the cheese is moving, guys. Somebody else has said, I like the blind offer postcard. I love seeing the way to find least populated areas in 90-day-old sellers. I would consider Maryland, um, but probably also a couple areas around. I don't, man, Maryland is so expensive. We'll be looking at the small towns. Uh, further away from DC. Yeah. Um, I close in my LLC in Georgia. How do we close outside of the state that my LLC is in? Doesn't matter. You can still close in your own LLC in any of the 50 states in the United States. Awesome, Joey. Cool. Nice. I'm getting good ideas. I mean, you guys are giving me good compliments on the ideas. How much, when would you ask us to spend time doing calls? Monday, Sunday, before the challenge? So I'll be, I'll be giving information um, as part of that. Yeah. What do I think about New England markets? I like New England, smaller towns, right? Um, you just want to stay away from expensive markets. Boston's pretty expensive. Uh, the guy who was doing my 
title company escrow stuff for lease option deals is no longer available in Ohio. That's right. He's no longer doing it. He ran for mayor in whatever city he was in. And I think he won. And um, he's kind of getting out of real estate. Southwest corner of Colorado. So if, here's the thing. I wouldn't probably target to Southwest corner. Maybe some of my direct mail if there's big enough counties there. But I sometimes what I do is depending on the type of marketing. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see, Laura. That's a good question. All right, one more question. Um, some people are asking me, Hey, I might get your challenge, but if you don't go into my market, then I'm going to back out and get a refund. <laughs> then just don't buy it. I mean, that's not fair, but I guess it's not a big deal. I don't care, but like, it's just a hundred bucks. And if it's, if you don't get a hundred dollar value out of this, then I'm doing something seriously wrong. So the somebody people are asking me like, what do you mean like make cold calls? How do I do the offers and all that? Um, I'll explain the details for that um, inside the challenge. But um, a good good question here from Keith. It looks like there's only one county on my side of the state that has positive growth. Should I focus on the counties? So what I like to do is you know you've got your big MSA. MSA stands for Metropolitan Statistical something. And so you want to look for the three or four counties outside of that. I like still I like targeting counties that have at least a hundred thousand people, generally speaking. Uh, but I know guys that they will do it doesn't matter. If it's a deal, as long as it has there's like I learned this from Larry Goins. Um, he does tons of deals in small towns. It's gotta have it's, it's gotta be on a paved road and it's gotta be at least, what did he say, 30 minutes from a Walmart or a Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> so all right, guys. Yes, Metro Statistical Area. Thank you, Alberto. Ah, so yeah, Richard, I, I'm sorry about that. Um, uh, if you've already been through the challenge, I don't know if you need to go through it again. I am going to be spending more time talking about Facebook ads and Google ads. And I got Chico, Chris Chico is going to be coming on with me and showing us what he's doing. So he's kind of helping me set it up and I want to be showing you what we're doing. Um, we're doing more direct mail in this new challenge than we did before. And uh, yeah, I'm going to be going into two or three markets instead of just one like we did last time. Thank you guys. Um, I start Monday. It's for 30 days and um, you get recordings of everything. So you, you know, you can keep the recordings long after that. All right, guys, I'm out of here. I'm tired. Appreciate you all. We'll see you guys later. Go to newmarketchallenge.com. Newmarketchallenge.com. I'm going to put that link again in the chat box here. You guys are awesome. Um, the challenge, it's just every morning I'm going to be sending a 15, 20 minute video every morning, maybe 30 minutes max newmarketchallenge.com. So it's not an all day event, Chris. All right. Blessings to you guys too, as well. Thanks everybody. We'll see you later. Bye-bye.